Uh, oh, I brought this table here so we could use it to like, so we're not like clunking these glasses oh, of rosé. Elviana rosé. <laughs> Nothing but the best. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God. Here we go. Look at that. Ugh. How are the levels? Hi, levels uh, look, I mean, they're fine, I guess. It's like all red. Oof, I know. It's a new aesthetic. Yikes. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> We're back. Hey! Oh my gosh. It's been a almost minute. a literal month. That's so stupid. It's been a month. I've missed you guys. <laughs> I've missed hearing from you. <laughs> I've missed hearing my own, right? listening to my own voice recorded. Over and over and over mm-hmm. again. If you check the stats, I am definitely our biggest mm-hmm. fan. It's like, how many plays from Santa Monica? Like, <laughs> this data is skewed. There's an outlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so welcome back to A Touch Too Much Podcast Woo! with me, Matt. And me, Courtney. Damn. Happy Pride. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Yay. Um, side note... The window's open because it's hot as fuck in here, and I hope that it's not too, like, ambient. They can deal. Sometimes it's nice to have a little ambient That's true, because it's, like, atmospheric, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Just keeping it real. Keeping it real, <laughs> as real. Always. Uh-huh. So, yeah, happy yeah. Pride. Did you do anything Pride-related for, like, the weekend in L.A. specifically? I okay, last weekend. feel like I didn't because of finals, which is not really an excuse I mean, but like, it's not like you have to go to Pride. I'm, you know, it's I'm not proud like... of myself for getting my work done. <laughs> sure. That count? Yes. But it was weird <laughs> this year. And actually, I didn't even know until it was over that um, it wasn't it w- it wasn't a Pride parade this year. It was like a Pride resistance march. march. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, did you go? I wasn't able to. I was flying to Seattle for work, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it was kind of a requirement that a lot of would-be attendees set. There was a lot of pressure, I guess, mm-hmm. um, to the committee, you know, the committee, whoever that the is, committee. Who, whoever, like, <laughs> creates the shit, I don't know, uh-huh. whoever, like, you know, oversees the logistics of Pride. Um, it was kind of a, there was a lot of pressure to make it into a march because that's, a, a lot of people were saying that's what it should be this year, when really... If we're going to be, like, real about it... Let's. Pride parades initially came to be out of necessity of, like, resistance and pride marches, not, like, a parade of celebration. Right. So, yeah. really, it's getting back to its roots, ultimately, okay. or closer back to what the real reason for pride, in my opinion, should be, is, like, it should always be this kind of march. Not saying we should do it once a year and call it, you know, call it the year. Yeah. But... So it's not an excuse for straight girls to put glitter on their bodies and no, like eyelashes. go do that shit every day <laughs> when you want to put glitter on your titties and run around. Like yeah. go do that anyway. Like right. don't enter our space for that. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, you're welcome to like be a spectator and like of course like yes, it's a supporter. But if you if an you ally. are an ally, yeah. Um, Please, like you should stay be on marching. the sidelines. Or I mean, or like be, if or yeah, if it's a march, obviously like, you should be yes, doing that. And that's kind lit. of the whole point. Is like. It should exist as a march anyway. Like it should always be like, excuse me. In my opinion, like um, a yearly kind of reminder, or milestone to be like, all right, here's what we're here for. Here's our agenda, the initiatives we need to be taking on, and reminder to ourselves to never let that up. And this really started after Stonewall. Um. Yeah, I guess like around that time, that's when it was like 
Yeah, it wasn't, again, like, it like was not more, an official organized thing yeah, like I don't, in every city, but... Yeah, I don't actually know, just because there are so many. It'd be interesting to yeah. find out, like, what the first, like... Yeah, someone else Google it and get back to us. Yeah, let us, send us a message on our website. Um, Right. (laughs) But yeah, no, it really came out of the necessity of like, almost, I was like, rioting in some capacity or that sort of feeling, right? Like of Mm -hmm. like, marching upon the steps of, you know, government and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I, I wasn't able to go this year. That's fine. Parades are so fucking boring to me anyway. Like, <laughs> like the actual, like just general concept of parades. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to go stand and watch a bunch of like people march past me for three fucking hours. I know. Like it's hot. You know? It's hot it's like and hot boring and as like, hell. And like there's no cell service. That's what and I'm like, saying. And like how are you supposed to like park your car? You can't. Oh, no, no, no. And there's even like. There's just like no getting there. Taking a lift. You're still going to have to get dropped off like miles, or not miles. Yeah. Let's be real. Blocks. Blocks <laughs> down the street. And then march your ass up there. The hardships that the queer it's community tough. has to face it's today. Tough. It's just, it's, it's unbearable. Yeah. Privileged <laughs> queerdom's like really hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. So I have a couple questions yeah, yeah, related yeah. to Pride this year. Sure. Um, can you explain the Babadook symbol? Like how the fuck did okay, that, like, like this movie came out years ago. Like why is it just now? It came out now? three years ago, I think. 2014. I also came out three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fucking shriek. Um, but why did it become a thing all of okay, a sudden? Like, this year. This like, is why, okay, you mean, you know I'm a huge, like, Tumblr kid. Like, yes, that's why I, I'm asking you. Uh-huh, I, like, love, like, the dark bullshit memes of the internet. Like, when that shit first drops, I'm always going to be, like, finding those memes and being like, yes, I'm ready for this to be a pervasive part <laughs> of our lives. Okay, see ya. Where you going? Where you going, sis? <laughs> okay, continue. Um, so, the Babadook, this meme happened when people saw on Netflix that it was accidentally, like the algorithm was messed up, and it identified it as an LGBT film. <gasps> Shut up. Which I think is fucking hysterical. Oh my god, I did not know so that. So the people were like, people obviously like, you know how shit is these days. People take That's that and amazing. run with it. So then people on, like, Tumblr in particular started making posts about it and being, like, um, so happy to see, like, the Babadook, like, being categorized here, like, um, <laughs> and, like, seeing, like, their journey, you know, like, and then they started, like, quote-unquote queering the Babadook, Babadook story. Oh, my God. So, like, queering is just, like, a, kind of, like, a loose term for when you take something that's not, I guess, inherently queer. Yeah. And then, like, find reasons of why it is. Like, or, like, when it's, like, not that it has to be inherently straight, but, like, something that's just, like, oh, the character's sexuality isn't explicitly called out, so yeah. let's queer the shit out of it. I see. So mm-hmm. then it just kind of, like, was a snowball effect, and then everyone was, like, damn, I'm Baba Shook <laughs> by this Baba look. <laughs> like, that's just, it's the oh, bullshit of the internet so that makes me, I could not be happier. Like, it's I so love that good. type of dumb bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's Same. so good. That's great. And you know I love a pun, too. Oh, so of like, course. That's just fabulous. I just love the concept of this, like, like terrifying, like, monster. I'm still scared from that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, uh, I'll see it in the corner oh, sure. every now and again. Maybe now, is it, like, a little less intimidating? Now I think it's, now it's more intimidating. It's, right, that's true. <laughs> now it's like, oh, I really need to confront this. Right, I need to confront. <laughs> like, maybe it's all a metaphor. 
It is. It is a big ass metaphor. Oh my god. Okay, and then my other thing, our little history moment. Do you know what the um like how the rainbow? Speaking of like symbolism, like how did the rainbow flag come to be a thing to represent like gay pride? Well, I just recently found this out. Oh, you mean like two minutes ago when uh-huh. you Googled it? When I Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because like... For some reason I thought you would know, like... Off, well, it's just, it's no. one of those interesting things where um, it's just one of those elements of like gay history or like very the specific lore. like LGBT yeah. history that I'm like, oh, I, you know what? When I think about it, I actually don't know like the inciting moments of mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the initial kind of birth of this flag. Um, this artist, apparently Gilbert Baker mm-hmm. in the seventies. Um, thank you, Wikipedia. Uh, thanks. Wikipedia <laughs> slash Google.com. That's Google.com. That's right. <laughs> um, we'll take a sponsorship. We'll t- anything. Um, so apparently he was an artist and, um, what I did know is that each color represents like a certain like idea, right? Like sex, like, Oh, which I color think, like, is sex? Nature, uh, Red. I, Pro- I think red, actually. <laughs> I believe it is at the top. Yeah, I think the the flag starts with red at the top. Roy G. Biv. Roy G. Biv, bitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that not a good drag name? Like, no, wait. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. A legendary Roy G. Biv. <laughs> Why isn't that a thing? That's it actually kind is. of great. I'm so, somebody has to have it. But, yeah. Um, so each like stripe or color represents like a different idea. Um, like I think spirit, sex, love, like things like that. Um, and I think it was just, you know, ultimately to represent like an underserved or represented community. And Mm -hmm. that just became this, a symbol. And, um, after Harvey Milk, um, was killed, Mm -hmm. I think there were more, like people started kind of adopting that more into the community and, and kind of wanting more visual representations or yeah. more visible representations right. of that. And that was such, it's such a striking yeah. one too. Yeah. Um, so then it became more prevalent and then was kind of adopted into the community. Cool. Thank um, you for that. Yeah. Lessons with Matt. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, um, I do want to make it another comment here please. and ask you, so this whole like drama with, um, in Philadelphia, when they're adding the two new stripes to the pride flag, Wait, tell me more. Black and brown. I don't brown think I know about this. To represent, like, people of color oh. and, like, other people. But, yeah. like, there's this, like, of course, it's very divisive. So you have people who are, like, what I'm calling traditionalists in a, neg- in a negative yeah, yeah, way yeah. Um, about, like, being precious about this symbol. Um, like... Oh, my God. It needs to evolve. Exactly. Like it, it, that's it, exactly it. should it. fit what the community needs at the time, and that's what this community needs right now. Right. What is frustrating to me, too, is seeing people of color, um, and that's all colors. I'm not saying black people, but pe- people of color in general, mm-hmm. um, kind of like being traditionalists as well. And, really? Or, or not even necessarily agreeing, but saying like, oh, like, there's not, you know, why do we need to change it? It's fine. You know what I mean? It's just that kind of bullshit where people rest on their privilege or just like are comfortable. Now it's, it's the same people who say, Oh, now that gay marriage is legal, you know, that's a huge hurdle. Like, sure, I guess, but not really. That's such like a tiny drop in an ocean. Like that's not going to solve your fucking problems. Mm -hmm. Right. Like people are still dying. Mm -hmm. Like it, you know, it's like, it's just like such a short sighted way of seeing things. And that's, it's so frustrating. And, 
I'm just like so exhausted by it all. Yeah. Um, I'm like, yes, like we should fucking change our flag to have like more visi- visibility for our uh, people of color in the community and like trans people. Like, yes, we obviously fucking should. And anyone who has a problem with that, fuck you. And like, what has been the big theme of this year is the intersectionality. Yes, of things. my God. So like, why does it? You, you don't need to compartmentalize things and like, okay, this flag is like only for for LGBTQ representation, no. and then like Black Lives Matter should have its own thing. Like, no, it's all encompassing. It's just it's just equality for everyone. You all know flags I mean? like, matter. All flags <laughs> matter. No, but you know it is. That's kind of like what it's. It is very much that bullshit where it's like, you know. Like, this is why we can't have nice things because mm-hmm. everyone's so fucking precious about their symbols. And like, yes, we should hold them like near and dear to us, but we should not be precious enough to like throw a fucking hissy fit when we try to be more inclusive. So I think that's all bullshit. Yeah, and I feel like and I support it. Add four thousand more fucking stripes. Yeah, to where uh, it looks like a magic eye poster. <laughs> like, I prefer that than when you like do the magic eye. It's like a giant dick or something. <laughs> But I feel like this is not super surprising to me just because I feel like I've heard you say this and other people and I read things just about sort of like the hidden prejudices within the mostly gay community, I would feel. You know what I mean? For sure. Like like even, you know, um, they've talked about it on, on Drag Race too about like baddies and you know yeah, no fats no fins no asians mm-hmm, like exactly. that grinder bullshit yeah 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 like it's are true. there other things that, like are there any other like hidden prejudices within the community i don't think it's that hidden to be honest like oh, the same yeah. prejudices that exist around you with like the same bullshit a bunch of straight people do a bunch of white gays are doing in particular you know like white gays are no less problematic mm-hmm. than anyone else like just because you are a queer person or just because you are a person of color um does not exempt you from being prejudiced or problematic. You see that a lot with, um, I would say, whenever there is a certain privilege that you hold, whether it's your skin color, whether it's the amount of money you have, that affords you the ability to uh, kind of disassociate with your uh, the things that make you a minority or that make you an underserved community mm-hmm. or part of an underserved community. So it's like, me being a white male, there are a lot of things that I can do, even though I'm a queer person. Like, I can get away with a lot of shit. Not that I want to, clearly. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of stuff that, like, I don't have to deal with simply because I'm a white male. Yeah. Whereas, like, you're a woman, but you're a white woman. Right. And you have a certain level of being affluent that allows you to have, you know, and so do I. Like, we, we all do, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there are people of color who have money who are very problematic because they have money. Yeah, Caitlyn Caitlyn Jenner is still a shitty Republican woman, trans, but a shitty person. You know, it's like that you're not exempt. So these prejudices exist all over. It's really problematic because if anywhere, this should be a community that is very intersectional. But humans are still humans and humans are terrible, (laughs) you know, so like just because you're gay. And I think also with the capital G gay, Mm -hmm. um, to your point, it's like that is more so accepted in the mainstream now because it's almost like um, the people, we can kind of capitalize on that. Like, I don't consider myself a capital G gay person. Right. So I don't, you know, I'm not really part of that. But especially white gays or gays of all colors can capitalize on that. It's kind of like 
a gay trophy thing, you know, mm-hmm. where people are like, ooh, that's like, it's almost like a commodity or like kitschy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's become a thing you can always capitalize on. I don't know. It's, yeah. So which that allows you to be problematic and do whatever. And you know what I think is so ironic is that like, I feel like even the capital G gays have to deal with microaggressions every oh, yeah. day. So it's like they should have a level of empathy that I just feel like isn't there, obviously. Right. But like even, you know, I feel like it's like, it's like straight women, like, you know, kissing a gay friend or mm-hmm. like grabbing them without their consent. And it's yeah, like, oh, it's versa. okay because you're gay or vice versa. Vice versa yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, have you felt any of those types of microaggressions as a queer person? I mean, for sure. I, I have and always will to some degree, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, but, you know, I call that shit out immediately. You know, if it is a thing, like, I, there's no reason to hold back. Like, I don't need to be, like, polite about it. I don't, I don't need to be nice. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, punch the shit out of somebody. <laughs> but I'll be like, don't fucking touch me. Yeah. Like, if I'm out somewhere, I don't care if you're, like, a gay person, straight person, black, white, whatever. Cuban Asian. Cuban Asian. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. No, um, but, you know, it's just, like, there was a recent incident. There was this, like, um, drunk-ass dude at the bar. Granted, it was a Friday at fucking 8 p.m. Is we this were, a personal story? Personal story. Oh, okay. We were watching um, the RuPaul's Drag Race uh, thing that happens every Friday. Yeah. And I was out with, like, some, some people that we know. And this, like, drunk-ass dude was, like, going around to, like, everyone at, like, every table and, like, getting in their face and, like, kind of, like, trying to dance. Like, not being aggressive or anything, but just, mm-hmm. like, all up in everybody's shit. And I was, like... He'll be messing with the wrong table if he marches over here because mm. it was like me, Alicia, mm-hmm. Sam, like people who just, Inza, who yeah. were like, we're not doing this bullshit. Yeah. And like he went to Alicia. I was like, oh, he's going to get hit like because <laughs> Alicia will not fuck around. And she was like, get out of my face. And he comes around to me. I was like, ooh, wrong queen, mama. <laughs> and he like starts like touching like my chest. I was like, get the fuck off me. Like shove him back. I'm just like, don't fucking touch me. Right. So like that's not really a microaggression, but like those sorts of things kind of exist where there's maybe an assumption that right. my body is up for grabs yeah. or that like your body would be up for grabs just mm-hmm. because you're a woman. And and because you're in this space where like right. sex, like every, you know, everything's very open and like people feel like they can walk around with your shirt off or whatever. Yeah. But like that is that's, an, that's never an, invitation. an excuse. Exactly. exactly. It's not an like, invitation. Yep. So yeah, I mean, there are, I think some kind of spoken things too between like some of us, like I wouldn't care if you like touch me or do whatever because we have kind of a spoken and unspoken level of trust there. Right. You know what I mean? Or, like, some of my best friends, like, we'll, t- we'll have these conversations. Like, I mean, I would tell you if you did something and I was like, mm, not cool. Yeah. But ultimately, like, that, there's a level of difference there where we're really comfortable with each totally. other. And, you know, but again, I would never do something, like, super All about ridiculous. consent, baby. Exactly. Nothing sexier. Uh, nothing sexier than <laughs> consent. I'm so, going to yeah. a t-shirt. It probably already exists. <laughs> Late to that party, bitch. <laughs> um, okay, wait. And so speaking of Drag Race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, we have to talk about we it. We do. Um, so we're down to the final four. Did you watch the reunion, thing. by the way? I did. The tea, bitch. I did. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about that because, you know, so we, we have the pride and the prejudice. And I was really glad that people brought up the... Like Valentina's Thank you. bully supporters, yeah. um, because that 
it's never okay to threaten someone's life. I don't no. care what channel it is, you know, what level of just joking I don't bullshit. Give a fuck. Like yeah. it's not. It's never. It's so. Okay. It's so just like classless and like it's just so stupid and ignorant, you know. And fuck her for thinking for the the bullshit of like. Well, I just like I'm just wanted to disengage. Oh, and Shay and, said like, no, I, bitch. But you on there exactly. scroll. I was like, yes. And also, like, I'm sorry, but I think a part. It's no secret that a part of being the next drag superstar is that you are supposed to be a voice for this community, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, and and you're a, a symbol of like doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're not willing to speak up against your fans, then like, I'm glad you're not in the top four. Like, that's Same. just. That's not appropriate behavior. I always felt like a little off about Valentina, to be honest. Um, She's fucking fake. fake and I hell. can't believe and she won Miss Congeniality. I know. I'm glad well, they called her out. I love that. that Aja. I actually like love the shit Aja was doing at the reunion. Like, I was where like, was that all season? I know. But, yeah. I was like living when she was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Fan favorite. Yeah, fan favorite. Which, like, <laughs> sure. It's true. Valid. Yeah. Um, here's my thing. Like, okay, some of the points that were being made were valid, but they also contradicted some of the other points. Like, about it being a competition, yes. Mm-hmm. And, like, poor Pheromone, like, the sweetest fucking little bean alive. <laughs> and, like, Valentina couldn't text her back. Like, bitch, the whole point is, like, if you don't want to, like, make friends there, that's totally fine. I'm mm-hmm. not saying you have to go there and make it RuPaul's best friend race. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, I would prefer it if you could, like, you know, maybe be a decent human. Like, there's no reason not to do that. It's yeah. a community. And it's not some, like, regular, regular old competition (laughs) like it is like it's still a competition that is centered around the queer community and is about drag which is you know like fun but also really important and like it means something like you have a responsibility and i'm sorry if you don't want to sign up for that but that's what you did it's because she's basking in this like newfound like fame and just doesn't want to actually Mm -hmm. you know deal Deal with like the real shit because she doesn't have to like she Worked on Rodeo Drive before she got to Drag Race. She always had money. Like, Mm -hmm. she wasn't coming in here being like, this is my chance to actually make a life for myself. She was Mm -hmm. fine. You know, so she already has this. She came in, like, I have my qualms with Nina Bonina, of course. Mm -hmm. But, like, that bitch needed the show. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying you have to need the show to, like, be on it. Mm Because it's a fucking competition. Yeah. But, like, my whole point is just, like, be fucking real about it. Like, if she's going to come in and have this, like, sickly, gross, sweet, persona Mm -hmm. and be fake as hell like just come in and be a fucking bitch if that's what you are and say that you don't give a fuck Mm -hmm. and i'll respect that way more than if you come in act all sickly sweet and then we see the real tea at the reunion and when all these bitches got receipts for you you know it's like right so i'm like i'm over her ass like i'm actually i was like damn okay so you you are fake as hell (laughs) you fake little bitch like all right like go make your money like Trinity Taylor, who I fucking love now. She was so funny. She is, she is that bitch. Yeah. Because she is real. Right. But like, I don't know. She's like real, but like sweet at the same time. Yeah. Like a good person. Like Bianca. Yeah, exactly. Let's back up one second. What is a receipt? <laughs> a receipt's like when you go to the store and they print something out and it has the line items. Is it all. like the red receipts on a text or something? It's what just is the, it? the concept of like, Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Happy Pride, oh, everyone. Happy Pride. <laughs> um, I feel like you're homophobic because you don't know this. Um, no. 
I felt Same. personally attacked. That's why I want to know. Right. That was a microaggression. <laughs> that was a macroaggression <laughs> to the LGBT community. <laughs> um, so uh, the ter- the phrase or like term like receipts or like uh, show me the receipts. It's like oh, let me see like the truth, like the tea. Like let's see like oh, the proof. It, You're like oh, it. show me the, the but proof. But was wasn't the proof like a text message or something? Well, or like proof, an Instagram post. I mean, the proof is just the fact that she didn't do what she said, or that like. Pharaoh was like, oh. Oh, no. I'm talking specifically, though, when Shay was like. Oh, for Nina. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it like, was there like. Was, there was like legit proof. proof yeah. So right? receipts are like proof. It's like, oh, show me the proof. Like, show see. me the receipts. Like, oh, you made that purchase? Show me the receipts. You that's know, great. that that's kind of like where that comes from. Uh-oh. Waiting to hear you no, use I'm that. Gonna be, I know. <laughs> that's going to be thrown yep. into the vernacular now. Yeah, just show me the receipts. Oh, um, Lord. Okay. Wait, so who. Oof. I mean, obviously, to me, it's. It's Shay or Sasha. Like, love Trinity, love Have Peppermint. Have you heard the rumors, like, though, from the finale? Stop, what? Um, I don't want to spoil. But do you do think we, it's, like, legit? I mean, it came out of, like... rumor? Yeah, because okay, it's, then like... then I don't want to know. Okay, so... <laughs> but your own personal beliefs, who do you think is the winner? Um, I don't want to say because... I believe the rumors are true, Ooh. and the rumors are that... Show me the receipts. <laughs> the receipts are on Reddit, bitch. Um, go to that Reddit thread. No, but basically, the rumor stuff, I'm not going to like spill totally, yeah, no, but don't. it's just that um, people came out of the reunion, they were like, they only filmed two queens getting crowned out of the four. Whoa. So we know it's one of two. Wow. One of those two, presumably. Although... There's been some, They've been known to trickery. some shit. Yeah. So but that's like some shitty trickery though. Because it's like imagine being one of the queens where you got filmed getting the crown, but then mm-hmm. in the finale, they interject like when they air it, it's like, hold up. The real truth is yeah. this person. Eureka. <laughs> <laughs> James Mansfield oh, swooped oh, in for God. the win. Um, who, who didn't actually speak once at the reunion. I um I was like, is she there? I I'm forgot she was there. Happy about it though. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Real. Um, so yeah, I don't want to ruin it, but like that's that's kind of like half the rumor is that like only two were filmed. So fair enough. Okay, Rue dancing with that ribbon. Oh my god, and like thrusting everything to me. That, yeah, that's everything. That's how I show my pride. Yes. How do you show your pride? Um. As sorry, he sips I'm like his rosé. So I'm like <laughs> gulping rosé really fast. I mean, I think part of showing pride and like this kind of goes back to my like my version of like activism or being like radical is it doesn't always have to be these like big moments of like marching or like doing these like loud things. Like you should do that as Mm -hmm. well. But I think just like making a promise to yourself and your community to just like be you. That sounds Mm -hmm. very like basic and whatever. But I think there are acts of radical. Not having to like suppress yourself. Yeah. Just like being like, I'm going to, I'm going to go get that job and I don't care if I'm a queer person. I'm going to go fucking do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to like wear this. I'm going to like look like this. I'm going to wear makeup being a traditional, like presenting as a male, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, all these things. Like I'm going to. Without fear. Without fear. Yeah. yeah. I think that's like like facing our own fears and mm-hmm. inner demons mm-hmm. and like just working to be better as a person. Like I think that's a, how you can show pride. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a huge, like, again, like I don't love like the pride parades and stuff. Like I'll march and shit. Cause that's important. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to like, just like aesthetically, like the rainbow isn't my thing. <laughs> so <laughs> You can do like a Sasha Velour deconstructed yeah, no, would, yeah. rainbow. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mine would be like that Shea Coulee dress, right. like the graffiti dress or like 
more like daytime would be the Sasha Velour, like <laughs> color blocking. Yeah. So I'm not going to be walking around like with my shirt off and like with a rainbow, you know, and glitter. Like yeah. that's amazing. Like love that. Um, I mean a little glitter maybe, but mm-hmm. it's more like an expensive highlighter. I was um, say. <laughs> but yeah, like that's, I think that's how you can show pride. Just like saying like, fuck all you other people. I'm going to be who the fuck I am. And if you have a problem with it, I'm going to tell you to your face and like be a little shady maybe, but Mm -hmm. then move on and like do me, you know, Mm -hmm. do me. And then please do me. Yeah. Another way to show pride. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How do you show pride? uh, How do I show pride? Um, I I think it's like, uh, it's like standing up for my friends. Yeah. Yeah. Even like if they are, aren't there, like just Mm -hmm. if I hear something that is problematic, like, representing my people. Yeah. Um, and, uh, just trying to like dispel any sort of like myths that are out there. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, and also just like, I think representation is really important. So like sharing the stories of like people that I know, or even people that I don't, that are like great representations for the community. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. And speaking of, I d- would like to share one <laughs> a story that Please I don't share. know everyone has heard, probably most of our listeners, just because they're like, they get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I think at this time, we have all heard about Congressman Scalise and the shooting. The shooting, right? yeah. Uh-huh. And do we all know that um, about... Uh, Crystal, Mm -hmm. the officer, who is a lesbian, who saved his ass, and um, he is a very anti-LGBT, you know, he authored the Louisiana ban on same-sex marriage, Mm -hmm. Um, and I just, like, I want to believe that this changes something, but, like, honestly, I don't think that it will, just as this won't change Republicans' views on gun control. Yeah, if anything, they're going to be like, liberals shouldn't have fucking guns. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck off. Like, we, anyway. But I think, but I'm just like, uh, I just, she's a hero and she didn't let his bullshit, like, get in the way of her doing her job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I say let the dude die. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to take the extremist <laughs> no. route on this. I'm like, no. Okay. It's tough. Like, whatever. It's like the whole dilemma of, like, if you're a doctor and, like, there's a terrorist on your table, like, do you let him live or die? You know? It's weird. Malpractice. (laughs) Um, I, uh, no, uh, truthfully, I'm just, like, he doesn't deserve this, like, awakening or what, you know what I mean? Like, it's such bullshit to be, like, oh, you need an LGBTQIA plus person. Mm -hmm to save you to like have this coming to Jesus moment because then it like almost paints him in this heroic way too of like, Oh, he overcame his prejudice and now like gets it like, no fuck off. Yeah. You have hurt people's lives and continue to like, why do you deserve your life? Honestly? mm, Like, but so what, what do you think, um, will change the other side? Like the people who, or do you think I is? don't think I don't think those extreme people are worth the energy and effort. We have mm-hmm. to do what we can to protect people from people. them. Yeah. But it's the people who are apathetic or 
I guess moderate. I'm just like, how can you be moderate on these things, right? Yeah. Like, you either believe that everyone deserves equal rights or you don't. Like, there's no moderate shit there. And if you are moderate, then you're just saving face. Mm-hmm. And you don't actually, at the core, believe everyone. Because if you have butts in there, mm-hmm. if you're like, oh, everyone does but, then no, fuck off. Like, you actually don't believe that, you know? Mm-hmm. So as far as, like, moderates, like, they can all fuck off, too. It's like social moderates, because that doesn't exist. Like, you either believe it or you don't. Mm-hmm. Now, if there are, like, nuances to, like, economics or things like that, where you have a different opinion, I mean, it's all intersectional, so I'm still, like, Ooh, like, you might have a different, like, plan for how we could fund social programs or something. Willing to listen. Totally open to that. That's yeah. not my expertise, although I do know a shit ton about it. <laughs> so I'm just saying, yeah. it's like, I'm proficient in it, maybe not an expert, but... Yeah. You know, that's where there could be some nuance and, like, really cool ideas that we can all come together to, like, formulate. Like, Mm -hmm. how to fund these things or, like, how to stop people from killing people of color. You know, like, these Mm -hmm. are the the places where we can, like, come together and have different ideas of how to make a positive impact. Not, like, picking and choosing who deserves what and, like, what level of rights you get. Like, no. So, like, I don't think it's worth trying to get these, like, extreme people or even people who don't believe in this fully. Yeah. Like, what, like... It just doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't see how you can come from that side completely to the other side and not maintain some, like, bit of, like, racism or, like, homophobia or xenophobia and all these things. Like... Um, yeah, I guess I just have to, like, believe that it is possible, though, or otherwise you just stay in this status quo. Like, someone has to tip. But I just, I'm concerned because I still feel like I see this, a young generation of, like, white supremacists and, like, Of course, yeah, because they're taught by their parents. Their parents, right, so it's cyclical. So then it's, like, how do you infiltrate that? Like, it's something, something's got to give, because obviously you see the progression. I mean, what... 50 years ago was it that um that you couldn't uh there was no interracial couples yeah i'm sure in different places too like even more recent um yeah so yeah i think that's kind of there are two sides of it which i kind of already said but like one is like getting those people to really uh like the term i like is activate so activate those kind of dormant people who Mm. are more apathetic or not involved Mm -hmm. like we have to activate them to like get involved on the right side of history, right? And how do you do that? I mean, I think that's, like, where you reach out to, like, your friends, like, excuse me, your, your family members who maybe aren't doing it. Yeah. Or just, like, get involved and volunteer and, like, do what you can to, like, show people the value of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there are so many ways. Like, we could go on forever about that. Mm-hmm. But activate those people who are, who are on the right side of history but aren't active. Right. Which, I mean, is the whole point of the term, activate, you know. Um, And then the other side is, like, preventing damage from those people who aren't going to change, right? So, like, you just kind of have to be like, no, that's unacceptable. And, like, of course, like, if they want to have a change of heart or come to the right side, cool. Like, I'm okay with that. But wasting energy on, like, oh, let's reach out and be pleasant to the other side. Like, reach your hand across. No, fuck off. Like, bind them from doing harm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you. So all you witches out there listening, please do a shitty binding spell on all of the haters. Um, But yeah, does that make sense? Like, I really think there is kind of a, in my opinion, a line that you have to draw and say, the energy is way more worth expending in the area where you can activate people to do good. Because then that grows, right? Yeah. That magnifies. Whereas like, 
I see what you're saying. I think yeah. I'm more so I want him to have a tremendous amount of guilt for everything that sure. he has done and, and I said think that's fine. because yeah. this person saved his life. Right. But I like basically I want him to have all this guilt and then be like banished into non-existence. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't then deserve like a redemption story is what I'm saying. Like Oh no. For coming to the side like he not. should be like That is not the narrative. Like he should not be in a position of power. He should like be struggling the rest of his life mm-hmm. for being such a shitty person. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like he should be living with that guilt and be miserable, mm-hmm. which is what I totally believe because like while I have grown as a person and grown in my activism and understanding and done a lot of work at home to like get better and better, mm-hmm. like I never once would have in my past been like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to take rights away from other people. You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of like there are levels to like activism and, being progressive and radical, mm-hmm. but like I was never once like this person calling for like lynchings or you know what I mean? Like we're on different planes of existence. Yes, yes. I could go on and on about that, my God. <laughs> and I will, because this is our podcast. No I'm right. kidding. Anyway. Speaking of misery, uh, tomorrow's yeah. Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going there. Um, it is Father's Day, Daddy Day. Tomorrow's <laughs> no. Tomorrow's Father's Day, and I feel like we should wrap up this podcast similar to what we did for Mother's Day. That's right. A couple of cute little questions. Uh-huh. How cute. So cute. Um, I'm hot, by the way. It's it is warm. It's so warm. warm. The God things we damn. do for you people. I know. The studio is so warm. <laughs> we have the window well, open. We're also just like, we're getting really heated. We're also drinking rosé. And we're drinking rosé. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think the rosé will help, like, if there are any blocked memories that you need to like, <laughs> any repression. yeah, mm-hmm. I'm good on that. Front, so favorite memory of you and your father. Um, that is tough. I have a lot of good memories with my dad. Um, Ooh, yeah, you're nice. like, what's that like? <laughs> um, no, cause he was, he definitely has always been like a very chill person. Like he is, he's yeah. a Libra, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, my favorite, like, memory, just in general, is the fact that, like, as a kid, I had a very advanced, like, sense of humor, like, which is probably, like, not appropriate, but mm-hmm. I think it's because of my father. Yeah. But, like, I think our sense of humor is so similar that we've shared so many, like, funny inside jokes or moments with each other throughout the years, um, but definitely as a kid, too. Like, I just have these, like, s- like some memories of just being in the car and, like, certain jokes that yeah. we would just, like, riff off of. And I'd be, like, fucking seven years old. Right. I don't know. I, I think those things kind of stick out for me. Instead of, like, there was that one day at, like, the baseball diamond where, you know, I, you know. Yeah. That, like, bullshit that's, where like. The, when, and we were both shot. <laughs> <laughs> too much. Right. Uh, too, too soon. Much. Um, uh, but a lesbian saved us. Yeah. No, um, no you guys are, you're, like, <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that's the tea, bitch. She would be playing softball, though. Like, and you two would, yeah. Be, like, watching and be like, uh-huh. let's get some Drinking snacks. Martinis, yeah. In the sands, No, for but sure. he is, like, he's, like, your friend, and I think that's cool. But, like, without, you know, no, like, weird boundary shit. But, like, I just, he's, like, so funny on your social I know. media. He just, like, gets it. And, like, it. you guys also, like, dress alike. <laughs> it's cute. Yeah. He's definitely worn, like, I've given clothes to him. Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm, like, getting rid, of, getting rid of clothes, he's like, can I have that? I'm like, yeah, bitch. It's cute. <laughs> I'm like, it's a season or two late, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> if you want to go there, and he's like, I don't care. Yeah, so, like, this was, re- it's tough for me to choose between, like, 
the memory of my dad. <laughs> I'm just waiting. I'm sorry. <laughs> like my dad telling me that I had a mustache mm-hmm. or that I would never be the smartest person in a room <laughs> or that I needed to. This isn't funny. It's just like, <laughs> not, it's so it not funny. You but... have to be able to laugh at this shit or like that I needed to get, get over my ex-boyfriend because he was uh, fucking other people. Um, and that's valid. It, it but... is valid. No, that was good advice. <laughs> Uh, Maybe not delivered like, in the best way. You need to be like but... blunt with me, but um, uh, but in actuality, like um, skydiving in Switzerland with your fifty-something-year-old father—that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, when he cried when I got into NYU, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Elitist? No, I'm kidding. He didn't, he didn't think I could get in, right? But, but... yeah, uh, it was still cried. Um, and then, and also, I think just being really open about his addiction—I think that's yeah. really cool too. That is important. <clears throat> Um, okay, if you could have any pop culture figure as your father, who would it be? <sighs> oh my gosh. Um, that's really tough. I'm trying to think of like, who are some like dads? Or just like... Daddies? Who are some daddies in pop culture? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what are we... Are we saying? I think your mom was RuPaul, so your father could also be RuPaul. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Wait, it's like RuPaul and RuPaul. Right. Like RuPaul Charles. Yes. And that would keep your shit together. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that. So RuPaul and RuPaul are mom and dad. That's perfect. Um, I said uh, definitely Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights. Um, Good old Tammy and it, Taylor. And it's like, it's uncomfortable because I like also want to fuck, fuck him. him. Yeah, yeah. sure. But, like, I think that's just... That's fine. That's expected. That's fine. That's normal. Well, it'd be different, too, like... Because he'd be, like, a stepfather. Or, like, a father figure, right? Oh, no. Oh, no, it's I was like, reading it. Yeah, like, who would, who would be, like, take the place of, like, oh. who would be your Well, father? mine stands, so. Yeah. Right. RuPaul and RuPaul. <laughs> okay, what father role would you want to play? This was hard, because I started thinking about it, and I feel like... Men, and especially fathers, like, do not have very, like, juicy or dynamic roles in pop culture. Yeah, it's so boring. Like, it's because they're all, like, oh, like... They're all, like, aloof. They're all, like, reading a newspaper. Uh And, like, they're so boring. And they, like, the trouble they have is, like... the mom is always the crazy one. Oh, my, like, teenage daughter is now a teenager, and she wants to kiss this boy, but I'm, Uh, like, I'll shoop, shoop. Exactly. It's, like, fuck off. I know. Ugh, um, I want I none of them. I don't want to be any of these goddamn fathers. <laughs> They're all They're boring seriously as the worst. hell. The only thing that came to mind to me, and it's I think mostly just because I like Steve Martin, but like I think it might be kind of Father of the Bride. Just, yeah, like Father of the Bride, just because it's like, uh, you know, he's funny, it's charming, it's poignant. It's that, that is kind of you as a dad, though, it, right? It, it's that struggle of like letting go and like watching your kid grow up. Uh, but like a little quirky, like right, not so. Boring and I think I could play it. <laughs> I think you could, like physically and like <laughs> that mustache. I mean, you're good to go. Oh, just give me a week. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and has it been a week? Because no, I'm kidding. I know, right? No, I, 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 I got a little five see. o'clock shadow. I literally um, cannot see anything. <laughs> uh, okay, last question: Who would play your father? Oh my God! So. Do you, remember, do you remember the illustrious film Rush Hour 2? <laughs> Can't say that I saw it. <laughs> but you know what Honestly, it is. Honestly, very surprised that you've seen it. Oh, bitch, I've seen that like but, okay, yes, 5,000 times. Is. Yeah. So like the villain in there, his name is Ricky Tan. And so uh, growing up, like when that movie came out, 
all of our family friends called my dad Ricky Tan because he looks like the Asian actor, or they look alike. I'm going to have to see this. Yeah, the Asian actor <laughs> that played Ricky Tan in the, in the film. So oh I'm going to have to God. say, whoever the hell that dude is, he's going to play my father. Okay. Because they, they look very similar and are like same stature. That's so cool. Asian dude who played Ricky Tan in Rush Hour 2. No, Absolutely. Guessed it. Okay, okay. I think he won an, uh, an Oscar for that film. Mm-hmm. Or was it at least not, I can't remember. A Razzie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so my dad has a lot of rage, but he's mm-hmm. also very funny. Right. So I feel like that would, it's like obviously Jack Nicholson or Oh, that's really Robert good. Oh, for sure. Right? Both good, yeah. I think so. I think Jack Nicholson is more You think so? Appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, there we go. from obviously like meeting your dad and hanging out with him several times, um, I feel like Robert De Niro has more that like like gangster, you know, thing where like your dad is more like brash. And, yeah, like, yeah, that's that true. Jack Nicholson like. Yeah, where he'd just be like kind of like. And he like wishes that he was like a De Niro New Yorker, but he's but so, he's not like, NorCal. He's yeah. hella NorCal. <clears throat> yeah, um, he's like very concerned about our relationship. By the way, he's like constantly asking, like, when's the last time you saw Matt? How are you guys? I mean, <laughs> it's so been. He'll a minute. be happy to hear tomorrow that we yeah. hang out tonight. I know. And I do appreciate seeing that. Wonder Woman. Hopefully. I'm just like, do I want to sit in a movie theater after Ricky Rose, though? I know, we'll see. I'm just like, I don't know if that'll suit me. It's weird because... I do want to see it. I feel like when I hear that, like, everyone is crying and all that shit, like, then I feel like I don't cry. Like, when I'm expecting to cry, I never do. Right. But I kind of want that, like, catharsis that all the women are having in the audience. Yeah. If you drink enough, you'll have it anyway. Anyway, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Should so, we just watch Father of the Bride? <laughs> we could. FOTB, bitch. Like... Um, well, this has been fun. It I've enjoyed fun. it. I mean, we caught this up before good. this, but it's been mm-hmm. fun catching up, you know, yes. on the record, if right. you will. Um, happy Pride Month, everyone. Yeah, stay prideful. Stay prideful. Um, get stay involved. Resilient. Stay, stay resilient. resilient. Stay resistant. Do some good shit. Call out your bullshit friends and your bullshit family members and mm. people around yeah. you. That's a fun Father's Day. Oh, yeah. Bring up any sort of low-key bullshit that's it's the moment. happening. Yeah. Uncomfortable, <laughs> love it. It's gonna, y'all are gonna be uncomfortable anyway yeah. with your like weird family shit. Right. So why not put it on the table? Absolutely. Learn from the RuPaul's Drag Race season nine reunion and put that tea mm-hmm. on the goddamn table. <laughs> and with that, this has been another episode of A Touch Too Much with me, Matt, and me, Courtney. And don't forget to go to our website, attmpodcast.com. Yes. And Courtney, what can you find there? Not much. Not much these <laughs> days. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, that's my summer project. I'll put be putting on a bunch of uh, things that we mention on the podcast. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. also contact us there. All of our past podcasts are available exactly. there. Exactly. As well as iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh-huh, which you can subscribe on both. Yep, so please would, do. That, yeah. If you're really prideful, you would do it. Yeah, if you're proud of us and yourself, then go right. do it. Even if you're not, if you're do not. it anyway. So, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll have that website updated this summer. Huh. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of stuff there, like Courtney said, that you can peruse That's at right. your leisure. Mm-hmm. And I guess we're done. So we will catch you, I don't know when it'll be, but we will catch you catch in, you in the, next the next one. one. Yes. All, <laughs> All right. right. Bye. Bye.